You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Michael C., back with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And on this podcast, we talk all about the, the hot wife, cuckold, wife-sharing lifestyle with some of the BBC slash interracial lifestyle thrown in. And my basic goal with this podcast is just to separate fact from fiction, just to help people truly understand uh, how all of this works. And so today with me, I have a special guest. Well, special to me because I've been kind of keeping my eye on this woman for a while and I've been trying to get her on the show and she finally agreed to it. So I'm happy to have her here. Uh, she is a hot wife from the Bible Belt area and her name is M. Won't you say hello to my listeners? Hi, everybody. <laughs> okay, so just to kind of give people a, a, a little background, uh, how old are you? How old is your husband and how long have you guys been married and how long have you been together? Okay. I am 32. Um, my husband is 43. We have been married for about 12 years now. Um, what else did you ask me? How long have you been together? Together. We've been together like 13, I guess. Okay. So pretty, yeah. pretty long time. <laughs> pretty long time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So did you have any serious relationships before you met your husband or was he like your first real serious relationship I mean serious and and as serious as it could get I was pretty young obviously I was 19 when we met so he was definitely the first you know real serious relationship I'd say okay so so this is going to be kind of an interesting uh, I guess conversation with you because there's not a lot of contrast for you like he's pretty much all you know um so it's going to be interesting to kind of hear your perspective uh, on this. So when you guys met, did he introduce this to you right away, or did you guys just have pretty much the standard uh, vanilla relationship for a while? How did did this enter the picture for you? So when we met, he was definitely um, – Definitely the first man, obviously, that I'd really been with. I mean, I'd been with younger guys before that were closer to my age. Um, I always had a lot of sexual energy. So when we got together, I mean, all of that was just easy. It was just made sense. It was amazing. Um, and he was definitely like the first true like man to please me. So that probably played a role in just all of that sexual energy staying heightened throughout our relationship in the beginning. Um, but no, he did not introduce all of this right off the bat. And we kind of, you know, we started out, I would still say it was vanilla compared to where we're at now. Um, but still hot and heavy, you know, we were, we were pretty filthy from the get go. Um, but he had a little bit more experience to bring to the table with his age. So, I mean, it was naturally, um, him kind of, you know, how, leading with fantasies and stuff like that, and um, didn't take much for me to bite on a lot of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> now, did you guys do the swinging thing at all, like the couple swapping thing at all, or did no. you come straight into hot wifing? We came straight into hot wifing. Yeah, we didn't do the swinging thing. Um, 
yeah, he's definitely, I'm, I've always been kind of an exhibitionist too, even though I was, you know, I guess, like I said, even though the relationship was quote unquote vanilla to, to begin with, I was always naked <laughs> 24. Like, I mean, you know, just anytime we didn't have kids around or anything, I was always naked. Um, and he just kind of always picked up on that obviously is like, wow, like she's got a, you know, a lot of this running through her blood right now. So, you know, no, we didn't do the swinging. Um, it would ha- but we realized from the get go that I like to be watched, like to be kind of, you know, the, the focal point, I guess, if that makes sense. And, um, that he enjoyed the watching, enjoyed all the, the voyeur aspects of that. So it kind of naturally fell right into the hot wifing from the get go. Okay. Now, as mm-hmm. far as your, your upbringing, I mean, was it, were you pretty open coming up or were you sheltered? Like, how would you describe your sexuality as far as what you were taught and what you were led to believe and what you kind of brought into your marriage? Yes. Okay. That's a really good question. Um, I was brought up very conservative, very religious, uh, very sheltered. Um, I was taught, you know, like many people in the South that sex is bad. You wait till you're married, all of those things, but I never really bought into it. Um, I wouldn't say I was completely a rebel. I was still pretty, I was pretty innocent from most standards. Um, but definitely, like I said, I had a ton of just sexual energy. Like I just, I craved it. I wanted it from a young age, but you know, I mean, a lot of women could probably agree with this, that when you're younger, there's not a lot of guys or younger men that kind of like, I'm not going to say know what they're doing, but don't know how to really channel that or help you understand that. Right. right. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I didn't have any, like m- the evolution that's taken place in the, you know, since, you know, really since I guess we got together is drastic from where I and originated all of this from. So, yeah. So you didn't have a lot of, when you guys got together and, and you started exploring, you didn't necessarily have like a lot of hangups to get over. Like you didn't bring that kind of baggage into your no, relationship not really. with you. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't call it baggage. I definitely had a lot of social, you know, um, just kind of constraints in my mindset still to get over as far as like shame and a lot of those things. But mm-hmm. yeah, not a lot of baggage, I wouldn't say. Okay. Now, do you guys have the type of dynamic where I know you to say you're not a swinger couple, but does he play as well? Or are you the only one who plays? Um, It's usually just me. I mean, sometimes I like to get tag teamed, obviously. Um, you know, we do a lot of stuff that we record and, and do for our only fans. And then we have, you know, sometimes our own fun, cameras off and and you know right no uh, i guess what i mean is does he play with other women oh no he does not now sorry. and you don't get to say sorry to me <laughs> um is, is is that you know because i know a number of wives in this lifestyle that i've talked to and that i've heard about you know they just don't get down that way like this is not this is not swinging this is not where Right. each partner plays there are a lot of couples no, where I- the wife is the only one who plays because she's <laughs> like look i'm yeah. not with the sharing thing yeah, no, no, no. I'm very territorial, like very territorial. Like I'm super confident in our relationship. And it's funny because it is open-minded as I, as I, it's kind of, that's a priority to me is like just being open-minded, never, you know, shutting something down immediately. So I've definitely ventured into that fantasy realm and like, you know, tried to kind of see what my comfort levels were as far as even just the thought process. And I'm just super territorial. Like I, I love that he's mine. I want him to be mine and all mine. And I, I don't want to share with any other woman. So I, yeah, very, um, 
very, very territorial. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so how did he, if you can remember, how did he bring this up to you? How did he bring up the idea of, hey, I kind of like the idea of you being with other men? Like, how did that come up? Honestly, it had a lot to do with my just like when we would fuck. Sorry, but we would fuck. No, no, and no, I would no. Just we, we, we like the dirty talk, so don't don't apologize. <laughs> we'll go there. So, yeah. So, I mean, and I he fucked the shit out of me and fucked me and still does um, better than anybody, really. Um, and I just wanted more and more and more. And so fantasies basically turned to, you know, like basically like you need more like and then was just kind of one of those like oh like okay well what do you mean and then it honestly started with just a basic fantasy like that mm -hmm. um i mean we'd watch a little bit i'm not really this is funny because i'm not super big into porn um yeah, you just make your own even though i make it <laughs> i mean it's funny i don't watch my i don't watch a lot of my own stuff i don't you know i don't watch a, a lot of others i mean I'll, i have nothing against it uh, obviously but uh but yeah i mean we have watched enough of it and uh, you know, he had his own fantasies too, but like a, a lot of it just started that way of like, you need to get fucked like mm -hmm. more. <laughs> I need help. Like, I need to be able to, you know, basically call someone in now and, and take a breather. So that was how it started. Now, one of the things that I'm always curious about is, you know, we all know that pretty much in our society, you know, we are led to believe that you know, men are jealous. Men don't want their women with anybody. Men don't even want anybody looking at their woman. Men, men don't want right. their women thinking about fucking other guys. So jealousy is a very common thing that we've all dealt with in some way, shape, or form. And usually the way guys will explain their jealousy is, I, I'm jealous because I care. I, I'm jealous because I love you. Um, right. And what happens is that kind of gets flipped around and there are women who will think that, oh, well, if a guy doesn't get jealous, does that mean that he doesn't love me as much? And I know that some women go through that in the beginning stages of that. Is that anything that you ever dealt with? Like, like I know you said it was hot in the, in the fantasy and everything like that, but in those private moments alone, would the, the thought ever cross your mind? Like, well, how can he say he loved me, but then he wants to see me? Because like you said, you're very territorial. You like, yeah. like he's mine and only right, mine. Yeah. Did that thought yeah. ever cross your mind of – what does he think about me if he's willing to let other men fuck me? Or yes. you, or oh. so, so you did yeah, deal with that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, in the beginning, cause like I said, I mean, I had a very conservative upbringing. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, you're, yeah, it's ingrained in you. You're socialized that way too. Like, and I don't, I mean, maybe that's part of my, me being territorial. I don't know. That could be, you know, the same thing surfacing, but at the same time, no, it was just a, even as much as I felt secure and knew it was, you know, hot and I wanted to do it, all those things. I definitely had to get over that. Like initially I was like, okay, wait, why do you want to share me? Like, you know, you, I think it's natural. I think you second guess things in the beginning to, you know, also make sure you're kind of looking at things from all angles before you make a big decision like that. And how, but, how long had you guys been together when this, when you guys really started to, to talk about doing uh, this? Oh, gosh, I want to say about four or five years, probably. Four or five years ago, or you were together for four or five years? So this was like early 20s. We were together for four or five years. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, we've been doing, like, I've been a hot wife for like seven, eight years now, so. Okay. Um, yeah. So what what was it that helped you get over that? What was it that kind of helped you understand that, no, this doesn't mean that he loves me any less? Like, because there are other women who are listening to this who might be feeling the same thing. 
And so they might yeah, be able yeah. to be helped by you right. know, what it was that helped you to see things clearly. Honestly, I think the biggest thing is was my husband's patience, um, his reassurance, his confidence in us, his love. I mean, it, it really, and this is kind of something I'm not going to categorize because I think everybody's obviously open and entitled to do what works for them. Um, but I think that's one thing that kind of is different in the hot wife lifestyle is at least successful relationships that are in it um, is that the, the husbands really tend to really have that confidence and really uh, just, I don't know, like it's a, I, I don't want to say, cause it's not fake. Like, it's not like he loves me so much cause he's just trying to make me think these things. It's like the sincere, like he just like wants to see you rise up in your own sexuality and in your own kind of feminine power and, and just enjoy all that, all that you were meant to be able to do. Um, and I, it just takes time. I mean, that's the number one thing with everything in our relationship and any good marriage, any solid marriage is that everything takes time. And in the beginning, you may have people who jump right into it and that works for them. Then you're going to have a lot of people who, especially with women, um, you know, that aren't, they're coming from different backgrounds and they're coming from that place of shame or place of insecurity for sure. And it just takes time. It really just to see that, you know, in, in baby steps too, I will say in the beginning, we would go longer between having our little adventures because we would, you know, I'd be down for something. We'd, you know, you know, have a situation, whether it was me getting fucked or just me giving a blowjob, whatever it was, we would have, you know, something happen and I loved it. And then it would take me about a month or two to process, if that makes sense. So it, oh, it really took that time period. And then now, I mean, obviously like <laughs> I've seen three bowls in the last four days. So I mean, <laughs> you're, it's just um, like you're very comfortable with it now. Yeah. So it just changes. You just start to realize like, okay, like, but I think that's the smart way to do it too, is to allow yourself and, and open communication is a part of that too, is me feeling safe to tell him or when, you know, we, or when I was younger, when we were younger and, and this was newer to be, to feel safe, to really tell him, Hey, like, who like, just, do you love me the way that I like, you know, and just flat out being able to say that and him not thinking that meant something, him understanding like that this is part of the growth process, you know, and you know, that didn't last super long. Um, not going to lie, but you know, it was there for sure. Maybe a year or two in the beginning, it was you more processing was happening, you know, and that's normal, I think. So, right. Well, one of yeah. the things that I noticed from, uh, from your only fans, cause I, you know, I took a good look at it, uh, a while mm -hmm. ago is I was struck by how many of his, of your videos are basically with the caption of like his friends, like you, at least from your OnlyFans, it looks like you fuck a lot of his friends, or maybe it's just a few friends you fuck often. Um, so that brings up the question, the very first time you did this, was it with a friend of his, or did you guys find somebody who neither one of you knew prior? No. Okay, so <laughs> the first time I did this, let's just say I went all in, um, we were uh, actually on vacation and at the beach, like I said, love to be naked. Um, we had found kind of our private little cove um, on this beach. And he was actually, my husband was fucking me doggy style, like right up on the water. Sun was going down. It was just kind of, it was awesome. Should have been videotaped, but it wasn't. Um, <laughs> and, and we, there was actually, 
um, a guy that saw us and he came over and kind of, you know, started stroking his cock in my face and I put it in my mouth right away and sucked him off. And then I was like, okay, kind of same thing. Circle back around after all that, like processed everything. And then later that day, you know, we're on vacation. So later that day, we're fucking again on the beach. And uh, I'm sorry, maybe that was earlier in the day. This one was around sunset, but then same thing had like two, honestly, don't exactly remember the other guys that were there. I think there were two or three guys like in a group that came up and one of them sat right in front of me. I was, um, he was fucking me doggy style again. And clearly one of my favorites. And he started stroking his cock in my face. I started sucking it, sucked him off. And then basically got rewarded for my behavior immediately. He had like a freaking Red Bull can dick. It was huge. <laughs> and he was, I don't know. It was this guy from Canada. I was like, holy shit, like giant cock. And we went out that night. I was like, I need to find him. So I like, we were at a club. I saw him and took the plunge and I said, Hey, do you want to fuck me? And that was kind of, that was it. I fucked him till five in the morning that night. <laughs> <laughs> so then so, so like, your first time was pretty spontaneous. In, yeah, it was spontaneous for sure in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you don't mind saying, cause I know some of my listeners are probably going to be wondering like, wow, what kind of place were they at where they could just openly fuck on the beach like that? <laughs> uh, was this a lifestyle resort or were you in another country? I mean, you don't have we to were in another okay so you went in another country on, on a beach that had more it wasn't really like a public beach it was kind of a, a beach that had it there was nude beaches nearby we had kind of ventured off into like a little private area that had like a, a cove you know like with rocks kind of coming around so we had a, we had a little bit of privacy but there were definitely people still walking by and that was kind of the initial you know I was like I said always kind of an exhibitionist so I loved that idea of Okay, people are going to walk by and see us fucking, you know, they can turn around if they don't want to watch. <laughs> right. So you have this experience on the beach earlier in the day where, you know, you and your husband are fucking, which is probably not out of the ordinary couples fuck all the time. But in this instance, a guy came up and you sucked him off. Do you remember what the conversation was? Because that was the first time anything like this happened. I mean, you and your husband had talked about it during sex and it was naughty talk and would you and could you yeah. and all of this buildup. And then it finally happens. When you get back to your hotel room, because at, at this point you hadn't fucked yet. You just sucked another guy off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what was that kind of, I mean, did you get back to the room and start fucking immediately again? Like, what do you remember about the conversation? Because that's a pretty big step to take and to have it happen that spontaneously. Yeah. You know, I mean, I freaked out. I freaked out a little bit. I'll be honest. Uh, I freaked out. I was like, God, what did I just do? And... I mean, definitely when you're on vacation, you have a little bit more of a freer spirit, I feel like. I mean, I'm free-spirited in general, but um, so my I didn't stay in that place for very long. I freaked out for a minute, and then it was pretty much once I got over my initial moment of that. Um, and, like, you know, hubby reassured me and all that, and I was like, okay, actually, I want to fuck him, so... <laughs> <laughs> so it was so he was cool with it right away like even from he even was from cool. that, oh, that sure. first time yeah. there was no kind yeah. of like man I don't know and like from the from nope. the word go he was on board oh yeah he was like that was hot as fuck like oh my god yes like if you want to get fucked by that guy like by sure you know for sure then let's let's you know hopefully uh you know run into him and it's kind of one of those like stars align thing. Cause we didn't have his number. We didn't have his name. We didn't actually didn't even have a conversation with him. And he literally just happened to be at the same club we went to that night. So it was, it, it worked out. <laughs> well, great for you. Great for you. 
Yeah. Okay, so, sure. you, so you have this amazing time on your vacation. But like you said, vacation is a little different. Vacation, we're kind of more free and we're not worried about what people think because we don't know any of these people. So you get back home and real uh-huh. life kind of settles back in. You know, I don't know if you were both working at this time, but you, know, you go back to work and you got the family duties to take care of. And like I said, real life kicks in. Yeah. How long did it take you once you got back home to say, okay, we need to do that again? Oh my gosh. I don't even know if I know. Um, it was probably a couple months. So, okay. So it wasn't like you was, got home right away and we're like, okay, let's find somebody else. It, it like, you kind of went back to regular life and. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, did yeah, that, we got back. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, you're good. I was going to say, yeah, we got back home. Things were, you know, there was no regrets. We, we obviously had some things to process and talk about, but there was no regrets by any means. Um, it just kept, it kept fueling us and the fantasy just kept growing. So I mean, yeah. was it something that, you, that in those few months, did, was it something that you guys talked about during sex, like kind of like reliving that moment? Like, did it become like a popular thing that you talked about? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Now, uh, did you have conversations as far as, okay, it was great. We had a fantastic time. We had talked about doing it. We did it. Do we want to do it again? Like yeah, the- I would say that that pro- we probably had that conversation a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's kind of it's weird. It's not like a it's not like we regretted it or, you know, it's just the, the processing. Right. So you're just like, OK, was that actually something that can sustain if we do it again? Or is it something that's going to benefit us and bring us closer together? Or was that a vacation thing? Right. We just crazy and we were wild. And so I think that definitely um gave us a different perspective on it because we were kind of in a different mindset overall when it happened the first time. So when we finally did set something up again, I would say that I wouldn't say it had a more serious tone, but I mean, it was, there was more planning and there was, you know, preparation and right. It's different when it's not spontaneous. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you kind of had this more like you, you know, like you're getting ready for game day. Like this is what I want to do, right? Like this is go time. Right. You know, and, and it, and it worked out great when we uh, had our next encounter, too. So I gotta, now, got was rewarded. It, was, but, the, was the next encounter with somebody that you both or one of you previously knew? Or was this somebody new again? Like somebody that you searched for specifically for this task? This was somebody new again. And do you yeah, remember? We, how, we started, did you guys yeah. use like a website to find them or? Honestly, I, yeah, I know we did, we did a website. I don't remember which one or how we went about it exactly, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was online. Okay. And that was a great experience for you too? Yeah, that was new for me too. Um, new for both of us. Uh, you know, it's important though. I think it, it's a helpful tool sometimes. I, I love spon- spontaneous encounters. Those are probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the whole dynamic of it's just really, really hot, really turns me on. Um, but then the planning is also kind of nice cause you kind of really can know what to expect and what's going to happen. Yeah. Spontaneity, kinda, you know, it's exciting, but it can be kind of hit or miss. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Hit or miss, you know, lots of, you know, at this point we've done this enough. There's lots of flakes, all kinds of, we, we've had a, we've had pretty much everything happen at this point. So, okay. So, you know, going back to one of my questions about what I saw on your OnlyFans, um, uh-huh. with his friends. Yeah. Like, were these like real friends of his or do you just say friends because it makes the video hotter? <laughs> so I will say this. I do not, 
deceive anything on my my OnlyFans is what you get. That's right. Any any of my you know my Twitter whatever. Like we don't just. I mean, obviously, there's things to make things seem a little bit hotter. When we say friend, it is a general term of we know them. Okay, right. so I mean, it's not necessarily not a best friend or a neighbor. It's usually an acquaintance or you know someone from his past. Like you know, hey, my buddy from high school. Mm-hmm. You know, they just got to in town like whatever like we i mean it just kind of depends but um so you have friend, I, you, you friend have, is a general term. right but, but you have fuck guys that he knew prior yes okay yes, so the, the first time that that happened was that strange was it you know like okay i know that he knew them but did you fuck anybody that you knew through him prior to fucking them like some like a friend of, of his that you had seen around, yeah. maybe at gatherings yeah, or at a game or something, and all of a sudden you yes. fast forward and he's fucking you. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Now, now one of the things that I'm I'm curious about, and you know, you're you're pretty active, and uh, you know, like I said, I've seen your pictures and your OnlyFans. You're a very sexy woman. Have you ever Thank had you. any situations arise where, like, a guy fell for you? Where you had to kind of like, okay, this is only, this is just sex. I'm flattered, so- but it's not, I'm married. I'm in love with my husband. This is not going to go there. If that's ever happened, I have no clue about it. So, no, not to my knowledge. Okay, so you've been pretty much insulated from it. Yes. Um, and we're very, um, I guess we've learned this over time, too, and I'm sure a lot of, you know, stag vixen couples can relate to this, but we're very upfront nowadays, especially the recent years about everything just because it, not that that's ever, I mean, like I said, not to my knowledge that that's ever been the case. I mean, I don't know if someone thinks things, I, I, but as far as what's been shared with us, no, that hasn't happened, but we just, we always want to safeguard our marriage number mm-hmm. one. So we're, we're pretty upfront in the beginning. And if, and if there's any relationship, like if there's any type of friendship that existed before or any, you know, like someone from the past or whatever, something like that, we usually kind of like that stuff is usually filtered directly through him um, to also kind of add another safeguard level on all of those ends. Because if it's someone we just met or whatever and they start acting weird, it's easy for me to just say no, like, right, you know, block them or whatever you want to do to stop talking. So, you know, because it's it's just a sexual dynamic. Like there's not, we're not, we're not poly that, you know, that's just a different dynamic. Like we're not doing this for the, the relational aspect. It's all for the sexual aspect of it. So. Okay. I feel you on that. So how would you, you, like you said, you've been doing this for a, a number of years now. And how would you say being a hot wife has changed you? Like what, what kind of effect has it had on you? Like, hmm. especially when you look at your, you know, I'm sure you have vanilla friends or coworkers or something, and you kind of see how yeah. they are in their marriage. How How is being a hot wife and having this kind of crazy, hot, you know, sexual side to yourself, how has it changed you when you look at the way that your friends are currently, like, going through life? Wow, yeah. Um, how has it not changed me? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's changed me in a lot of ways. Um and I would definitely say all of them for the better. Um, not that everything works for us. You know, we've had moments where we realize like, hey, that wasn't my favorite. But overall, every experience, every adventure, just we've grown so much as a couple and individuals on top of that, that it's 
it's hard to think of a way that it hasn't really changed any aspect of my life. Um, I would say specifically, like, it definitely makes me have a, a bigger passion for other women and also owning their sexuality, like with a lot of my quote unquote vanilla friends. I don't come right out and say stuff. I'm, I'm very, very, I'll say sensitive, um, aware, I guess I'm very aware of their current situations and what's going on. So just anytime I get opportunities, I do try to encourage, I try to, um, build them up. I try to, you know, kind of create more of a mindset of, Hey, like, you know, at least in your own marriage, like, well, fuck, have fun, do this, whatever. I mean, I don't tell them what to do. I'm just right. saying like, that's kind of one for sure is my view on other people's relationships. As far as I want them to get to experience at least in their own way, a taste of what, um, freedom and what amazing things can happen if, if they get on the same page, basically. Um, I'm definitely more confident in my, my body, my, you know, going out and getting dressed up. I love, uh, I already loved being naked, but now I feel more confident, like just looking sexy and I'm still pretty, I'm pretty casual. Um, I'm a, I have a pretty active lifestyle, so I'm usually in yoga pants and, and flip flops, but, um, it's just kind of, it's just made me realize too, in general, like that you just never know anything about a person really, you know, mm. that you just, you should, you shouldn't judge. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be kind of on the defense right from the start. Cause you never know what amazing qualities people have. You never know, you know, what they really have to offer. Um, it's really just opened up my mind and, and brought me really far in a good direction away from, and I love my, and I'm, my upbringing, I'm very thankful for. I think it gave me a really solid foundation. I'm not dissing that. I'm not saying that conservative or religious or any of those, those things are bad. I know it gave me a good foundation, but I definitely had some obstacles to overcome because of it to do the things that I wanted to do and to to really expand and be the the woman that I wanted to be and, and still trying to be. So um I think overall it kind of just it changed my mindset. It it opened up my mind a little bit and made me realize, you know, like we got one life to live. Like everybody should be just in search of what that means for them, in search of how they want to live the fullest. And, you know, and on top of that, our marriage. I mean, our marriage completely just, I mean, it, I, I don't want to say it blossomed because it was already incredible, but it, it did blossom on another yeah, level. No, like, there's nothing wrong with saying we, it, it took it to another it, level. You know, I, 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 people exactly. always try to, you know, quantify that and say, well, not like our marriage wasn't good, but it, it, it like it's okay to say it got better. <laughs> it's like, it's, that's not yeah, a bad it, thing. That intimacy, that, that level, like when he reclaims me after another man has had me, like there's nothing to compare to that. There's truly nothing to compare to that. So yeah, just on all levels to change me. <laughs> now, <laughs> again, going back to your only fans, uh, you know, if, if anyone looks at your videos kind of from the start, there's like a point when you notice that, okay, she's playing with more black guys now. Um, yeah. When did that enter to picture for you? And was it, something that happened just spontaneously or was it something that was a suggestion from either of you of, Hey, we, maybe we should try this. Um, <laughs> yes, I love, love black cock. Oh my God. Um, it, I, I, I don't know the time frame. It was a few years back, maybe five years, something mm -hmm. like that. It was preconceived. We like, I, I was curious, um, 
I grew up in the South. There's stigmas and it sucks. Um, so I, there was just, there was a taboo about it all, you know, that was also a factor in all that. And then, like I said, just as my mind kind of opened and expanded, I was just like, yeah, let's do this. And we found, found someone and, um, and the, that's one of those where I go, well, the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do that one time, you're like, okay, mm-hmm, yeah, all right, let's do this again. And, and that was, um, yeah, the beginning of my, my hunger for all of that. So yeah, like I, said, I would it, honestly, hot wife, that, that actually kicked me into overdrive as far as like, I want to do this all of the time. <laughs> it went from like kind of a sexy, like, hey, you know, every couple months or every, you know, month or two, like set something up and do this. And then it was like, okay, every weekend I'm like, Hey, we got to do this. Like <laughs> so you, you, I need... you, dove, you dove head first into it. Yes. Uh huh. And yeah, I did. So, so tell me, you, like you, you just mentioned that it, it kind of kicked things in, into overdrive. Um, mm-hmm. I recently posed a question to some people on, um, on my Reddit and cause it was stemming off of a conversation that I had uh, with a couple about how, Sometimes husbands have the idea to get their wives into this and their wives get into it and their wives like really, 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 really like it. And then the husbands are like, whoa, I think you like it a little too much. And then they try to like dial them back. Did you have you ever encountered that or is your husband always like, yeah, let's do it more? Or was there ever a moment where he was like, "Okay, I think we need to slow down a little bit. Or is he like right there with you? (laughs) No, he is so game. He's like, the more you want, the better bring it like he's confident so Mm -hmm. there's yeah we have not experienced that which i know is is common and normal but no we have not well fantastic for you (laughs) he got he's he's, he's right on board so you've never had to (laughs) to slow down or step back you've always been able to just keep 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 uh keep moving forward yeah for sure i mean we've had moments in time where there's been more going on in our personal lives where we both agree it's it's more not i wouldn't say a burden but more um, distracting from the things that we need to take care of because mm-hmm. we understand with kids and with, you know, just working and all the things that are going on in just everyday life, you've got to, you have to manage all that. You have to take care of that. And if that's right. not all, in, don't, I mean, yeah, you can still go out and have dirty fun. I'm not saying, you know, anybody can do that. Right. But it just adds to it. We want it to be something that has longevity and, and enhances our life. We don't want it to be something that ever robs us of what the real joys in life are, you know? Okay. Now you mentioned that uh, you guys have kids. If you don't mind me asking, how many do you have? We have four. Okay. And are they, I'm not going to ask for their ages, but are they at the point where they need a babysitter when you go out, but you kind of get away with more or are they at the point where they're kind of self-sufficient, but you have to watch how you leave the house because they notice things now. No, they don't. Yeah. They're, they're old enough. They don't need a babysitter and, um, things are pretty easy to, to get around. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, have like, do you get, I know some couples have different, you know, parameters and how they play and everything. Some couples, the husband is always present. Some couples, the wife has the ability to play alone. Uh, how would you describe the way that you guys play? Is he always present or do you play alone sometimes too? So he was always present for the first few years. We didn't, I didn't do any play by myself um, until a couple of years ago. I don't know exactly when, 
Um, it's definitely not, it's not what we do most often, but we're open to it and, and it still works for us. Um, mm. Was it, I, 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 there, I'm sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say there's a huge, like, I mean, it's hot to be alone. Like there's something about that that's sexy, but if I had to pick one or the other, I get more turned on with him watching me. So I definitely prefer for him to get to be there for the experiences. Okay. That makes sense. Now the first time that you did play alone, was it, was it strange? Like, was it hard for you to enjoy like that first time? Did it feel awkward? Um, I'm trying to think of what the actual first one was. I know generally speaking. Oh, wait, I know who it was. Okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> it, yeah. I'm sorry. I had to like jog my memory. Yeah. No, it was, it was really hot. It was fun. It was short because I was nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't stick around round two or anything like that, but it was nerve wracking. And then, you know, just. I mean, but we make a video so that he can enjoy that. And I love that aspect, too, because it, it was fun. I got really, really turned on to have a video that he had not seen yet to get to come home and say, look what I just did. Like, right. that was that was really, really hot. Again, like I said, I'd rather him just be there because that turns me on even more because I love looking over and seeing him and just like, oh, I can't can't describe that feeling. But uh, but getting to go home being like. Yeah, look what I did. Like <laughs> surprise. I've got surprise. something for you. Yeah, so that was fun too. So Now earlier you had mentioned something ab- about, you know, your friends and how you're aware of their situations and and things. Have do any of your friends know? No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they okay. do not. So they don't know anything. No, um, we have some other, like, not our actual, like, I would like our tribe, you know, like our, our friends that are, um, involved in our everyday life. We have made friends that are in the lifestyle or different lifestyles. Like we have a couple swinger friends and stuff that we don't do anything with, but that we are kind of more open with this type of thing about, um, which is nice now. Actually, you were kind of the one who encouraged us to kind of do that and reach out more which has been nice to, to talk to other couples and, and have, you know, be able to relate on this level. Um, but no, as far as like our actual, like close friends, nobody knows. So. Okay. But you have made friends in the, in the, in the lifestyle. We have recently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that, I, I just think that, you know, like you said, I, I do try to uh, encourage couples because it's fun to talk about, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you have this exciting yeah part of your life and if you don't have any lifestyle friends it's, it's pretty much just like you and your husband talking about oh. it all the time so it's fun to have yeah. other people that Bring you can kind of talk much. to and you know you know share the dirt <laughs> so to speak you know and, and just kind of share the dirt <laughs> you know see that excitement in their eyes and then they tell you things about their life and you know <clears throat> excuse me you know so it's it's you know it's it's fun to do um, so I guess yeah. since no one knows, cause my next question was going to be, have you gotten any of your friends to, to go this route? But since no one knows, I guess that question is kind of moot. Um, no, and if I knew, if I knew I, I'm really like, I, I'm really good at reading people. If I knew that anybody was even close to being in this place, I would definitely probably open up a little bit more, but they're just so far on the opposite spectrum right now, which is fine. That, that's, that's okay. But there's no reason to throw a shock value in there that would just basically you know right. <laughs> scare the hell out of 
be like, wait, what do you do? Like, there's just no reason. Cause I'm like, I love them where they're at. They love me where I'm at. They don't have to know everything, you know? Right. No, I got you. So again, going back to your OnlyFans, cause doing my research. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how long ago it was, but I think you guys have a situation where you like went away for longer than a day to see someone like by yourself or did your husband go with you? He went, he went with me for oh, that. Okay. So it wasn't like you went away by yourself. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Have you guys, cause I, I know we had chatted a little bit uh, before I went. Um, have you guys talked about going to splash at all? Yes, we have. Um, when is the next one? We want to go to it. Well, the next one is in August in Florida. That one is the main hotel is sold out. But the over they're, they're putting people in what they refer to as the Overflow Hotel, which is a whole f- hotel oh. a couple of miles away. Um, okay. And then the next one after that is November in Houston. And oh, okay. I, and I don't believe that one is sold out yet. Okay. Yeah, we definitely would love to attend. Um, we have, a, you know, not, not that anybody's not busy, but we have a very active and busy life. So it's right. very hard to say aside like that but we do have intentions at some point to attend one of them yes okay so i mean i've i've, I've referenced it a few times so i'm kind of curious what how did the only fans come about because you know like i said i i've i know a lot of people who have them and i've looked at quite a few of them and you know some women have a few videos some women have you know a handful of videos but they may be like 30 seconds or a minute you have like movies <laughs> And a lot of them. Um, so you're pretty uh, prolific as far as your OnlyFans go. So what was it that led you to the decision of, hey, let's put these out there? It just was, it was the need to share. Um, I will say a lot of the, the sharing aspect in the, in the beginning came from my husband because he was like just so blown away, like just very excited and was like, I have got to tell somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously when we started all this, we did not have any friends in the lifestyle whatsoever. So we actually, we started with Tumblr uh, years back. I, I couldn't tell you how long ago. Had had quite a following on there. Um, and then they banned nudes or whatever graphic and inappropriate right and, that, and that's right when people just stop and, using tumblr like, <laughs> yeah exactly like okay well what's the point you know and then um and then so he started doing some research and this is actually a couple of years ago before i mean in the last year only fans have become pretty well known oh um, yeah with covid happening a lot of people have he, kind of turned to yeah, it so which is great which is great. But yeah, so a few years ago, then he, he was researching and there was a few companies or a few, you know, websites he looked at and, um, he's a real smart guy. So he was like, Hey, this looks legit. This looks like a good one. Um, what do you think about this? And I said, yeah, let's do it. So that was actually how it came about was really that need to share and just kind of feel, um, I think there was definitely also some, some motivation behind it to, to feel like, if this works for us, surely this is going to work for other people. And if we can show people what we're doing and how it works for us, then, I mean, yeah, it's, there's a sexy aspect. There's, you know, it's porn, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. When you watch the videos, it's more about the sharing. It's more about being transparent with the universe in a way that we can't be transparent in our own, in our own lives. Right. Um, and being real, you know, that's kind of, that's where the name came from. So. <laughs> um, 
yeah, just wanting to be there, wanting, wanting to say, this is, this is us. We love each other and hopefully it can inspire other couples to, to do the same thing. Okay. If that works, you know, inspire them if they've had these ideas, right? Right. You know? So what yeah. would you say has been the biggest benefit? Like what has OnlyFans done for you and your husband? Like what's been the biggest and even to say like unforeseen benefit, like, wow, we didn't even think about this being a benefit, but it is a benefit. Like what's been the biggest benefit of, of having an OnlyFans? I mean, OnlyFans specifically, I wouldn't say there's been a like anything specifically that's a huge benefit from it. I do love the connecting. I, I love getting to talk one-on-one with the fans with just, I say the fans, I mean, whatever, the people that follow us. Well, it is um, called OnlyFans. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I do love, I mean, it's very exciting to me. Like when I get an, a DM that's like, like, hey, my wife and I have been, you know, following you for like two years and she's finally, like, she's going to take her first black cock this weekend. And I'm like, oh my God, like, <laughs> I'm so like, I like have a party. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, um, I, I, there's just a, it's the connection that I, that I really do enjoy, um, and, and the sharing aspect, you know, I, like I said, I'm definitely like, I love to be out there. I love to be naked and I love to show like, this is just what I love to do. And this is me. And that, that part of it is very rewarding in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. I'd say. Could you ever see yourself not being a hot wife? For the time being? No, but I, I'm always into whatever works right mm-hmm. so i also think i i'm a huge believer in not forcing right um so i if at any point this doesn't feel natural or this doesn't feel uh, beneficial to our marriage then yeah i wouldn't we would step away and that's actually kind of a um a, an agreement that we had from the beginning too was anybody can say they want out at any point not from the marriage obviously obviously but say right, hey but this the, isn't working right the and lifestyle not have to, lifestyle like just say hey it's too much right now or whatever it is you know we we both have that right and it's not a yeah it's not it's not a requirement for our marriage so i mean but no right now I, i'm gonna be a hot wife as long as i can <laughs> as long as i can perceive so yeah yeah, that let, won't let, let, yeah let's hope it doesn't end anytime soon so no, um, it definitely does not i can tell you that much so on a on a on a lighter note um Cause I know people in this lifestyle have like their pet peeves and everything. So how would you complete this sentence? Um, I hate it when guys blank. Whew. Okay. Give me like two seconds. Let me think. Um, like something that you kind of run across more frequently than you'd like, whether it's like you said, guys flaking oh, well, or, you know, a flake, flake is number one thing. I hate, I hate it when guys flake. And I'm realizing um, my husband as well is if you're not going to show up, we understand things happen. Just say something. Don't like leave me hanging when I, you know, I have no free time in my life. So if I block <laughs> off a night, like, it's not like, I don't think I'm special. It's just, Hey, like common if you're going to stand a girl, have common courtesy. Yeah. Flake would be the number one thing for sure. Okay. Yeah. That's unfortunately that, that's, that's shared by a, 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 a number of women. I think I might have to do uh, a whole episode on the question is, can I get, <laughs> I, w- I, w- I would love to get guys that could be honest and kind of like, 
you know, muff, like change their voices up so they don't have to worry about it and just get them to explain why they flaked. You know, like what what goes through the mind of a guy when he flakes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, I, like I would sure, be, yeah. yeah, like I would be yeah. really curious to kind of hear that. And I would. <laughs> I'll saying? give you some numbers. Dude. I said I would too. <laughs> I'll give you some numbers to call if you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I might, I might take you up on that. Hey, M told me that you flaked. You want to come on and talk about why you did it? Right. Um, so, you know, this may seem like an obvious question, but I'm still curious to hear your answer. What is your mm-hmm. favorite part about being a hot wife? Oh my god, uh, getting fucked. <laughs> <laughs> the obvious. I mean, I love all aspects. Um, but man, I just, I love to get stretched. I love to get fucked. Like I, I love it. You know, we, that's the number. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Trust me, we we love hearing you ladies talk about it. <laughs> you know, we, we we certainly do. Now, I mentioned earlier that uh, you guys are on Twitter. That's how I met you. Um, so you uh-huh. want to tell my listeners how they can find you on Twitter? Absolutely. Um, it is Real Hot Wife and then the number two. Okay, and that's all one word, right? All one word, yep. Okay, so it's R-E-A-L-H-O-T-W-I-F-E, the number two. And that's how they can find you on Twitter. And if they're interested Correct. in your OnlyFans, I'm sure you have a link to that on your Twitter, right? I do, yes. I okay. Do. Well, before I, I let you get out of here, Em, um, obviously, like I said, there are people who are listening to this who, you know, they're thinking about getting into the lifestyle. They don't know if they can do it. They don't know if it's for them. You know, they're feeling uh, self-conscious, insecure. What would your advice be, not just to those people, but specifically those women? Because obviously women have a lot more hurdles to overcome as far as how they're brought up and the shame and the you know, the whole good girls don't and, you know, women are only mm-hmm. supposed to enjoy sex if it's with their husband or to make a baby. And uh, like, what right. would your advice be to them to kind of boost them up a little bit? Hmm. Um, I would honestly, like, I think the number one thing is communication with your spouse or your partner. I think if they're trying to breed some confidence in you, First of all, give give them the benefit of the doubt. If y'all have a secure, loving relationship, don't second guess. You try your best to kind of step out of that mindset that we're taught to think, kind of like what you said of if if I love you, you're mine and mine only. I think that applies if that's what works for you. But I think sex is meant to be um I don't want to say more than what it is in society, because I mean everybody's there's all kinds of kinks and all kinds of things out there. And hot wifing isn't for everybody. But for whatever reason, when it works, if that's the fantasy and it's there, and if you're open to give it a chance, I think, you know, trusting your spouse and trusting your partner to kind of lead the way will really create a foundation that you're going to have an intimacy that you didn't expect to ever have before. And maybe you don't at the end of the day. And if you already have that open communication, you you can talk about that. And, and it's not what works for you. but surprisingly, I feel like most women who take the dive and who kind of open their minds and say, okay, let me give this a shot and really put that trust in, you know, their spouse or their, their partner and how strong the relationship really is. I think if they kind of take that leap, I mean, I hear so many stories of just, you know, this is amazing. I can't believe this, this is what it's doing for us. And, and, you know, it's just one of those things like open up and be, be free, be, 
all women and all that you are, be sexual, be feminine and own that power and know that you're powerful and all that and, and appreciate it and, and love it every step of the way. And, and for every opportunity that comes along the way, try to just look back towards any other mindset that you've ever had before and say, you know, fuck that. Like, I'm not going to do that. Like, this is me and I'm going to own it, you know? You know, that, that, that's, that's, that's fantastic advice. And I appreciate you, you know, uh, sharing that, you know, you can tell that it's, it's coming from the heart. And I know, you know, from other women that I've talked to that it, it, it pains you to see women allow themselves to be kind of put in that box because you know, it mm-hmm. doesn't, it doesn't have to be like that, you know, yeah. and it's, it's unfortunate and it's kind of sad to see, you know, when they kind of give up and say, okay, well, this is what society expects of me, or this is what, you know, the people around me expect mm-hmm. of me, so I'm going to be this way, even though I'm not happy, but I'm going to do these things to make other people happy. So I'm, I'm, I, I like to give women that opportunity to kind of talk to other women and, and, and uplift For them, sure. and, you know, yeah. give them motivation and confidence and support, you know, and encouragement and, and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm always, and I don't know if I'm, I think I'm allowed to say this, but like my Twitter or my, um, my OnlyFans is usually where I, that's really where I communicate with anybody, but I'm not trying to get like more subscriptions from this. But if there's women that are there, I I love talking to people. Like I said, that's like been one of the biggest benefits and rewards so far is just really, um, when people ask me questions and people share their stories with me, um, you know, I have quite a few people that we've just been in touch with over the years and they've really, um, been supportive of me as well through our journey. And I, I would, if there's any other way, you know, any women wanting some encouragement or wanting to ask questions, like I, you hit me up and I'm, I'm, I'm your girl. I'll talk to you about whatever you want. So. No, and that, 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 that's very unselfish of you. So I, you know, everyone who knows me knows I'm, I'm really big on building community. Um, you know, because there are a lot of us out there that kind of feel alone walking this path. And yeah. I, li- I like to let people know that you don't have to be alone. There are a lot of people sure. out there who will support you, a lot of people who will encourage you. There are a lot of people that you can talk to, you know, because we, m- for most of us, we don't have people in our vanilla life that we can talk to about this. Right. You know, exactly. So, so it, it helps to have people in place who we don't have to explain things to. They already get it because they're already you know, walking this path themselves. So with that being for said, sure. I want to thank you, M, for coming on and letting me be nosy, you know, and, <laughs> and, and giving my listeners, you know, a, a peek behind the curtain and as far as what your journey has been and everything. You've been a delight. Uh, again, like I always do, I want to shout out my Patreon supporters. Uh, with you, Without you guys' support, I wouldn't be able to do this. So I know I say it all the time, but it's because I can never say it enough. And that is thank you from the bottom of my heart. You know, um, if you're not yet a Patreon supporter, maybe this will be the episode to make you say, hey, we, we, we like what this guy Michael C. is doing for the lifestyle and we want to see him uh, continue doing it. So with that being said, I'm your host, Michael C. This has been another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast, and I will see you when I see you.